Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Happy Monday morning, folks. It is three dudes with a view. I am dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is here. How are you, man? I'm doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Are you feeling better? I am. I am. That's wonderful. Thank you. Yeah. You had, you had a rough week last week. Yeah. yeah. Not, not the way you want to spend your birthday, but yes, I, I, I am here. There we go. 100%. Yeah. All right. Mr. Jim York, good morning. Dude number one. Good morning, everybody. Glad to have you back, Clayton. Missed you, man. Thank Sucks. you, sir. Thank, thank you, sir. And, and on your birthday, that's a double hit, you know? Hey, I'm just thankful for another year. Yeah, thankful but you one. survived. That's it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Regular special guest dude on Monday, uh, Carrie Powers. How are you? You're muted. Turn yourself. Sorry about that. Excellent. Happy Monday, everybody. Good morning, Carrie. What's going on in your world? Oh, my word. Did you, um, on Rocky Mr. Top. Yeah, Rocky Top. Go Vols last home game. Um, did y'all see on Fox News, Mr. York, I'm sure you caught it, Foreigner, the lead singer of Foreigners, making an uh, interest in youth uh, arts programs. And my high school in Memphis, Briarcrest, they, their choir was on there with the lead singer of Foreigner. Kind of oh, cool. that, that's great. You know, I didn't see that. I, I, I've seldom watched Fox, so I, I missed it. Really? Yeah. Well, we, all, we all at the game, Carrie? We were. Big I time. saw you screaming. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was the only rainy game of the season, so we considered ourselves blessed, and that cleared up. But um, I love the way we showed up in the second half. First half, you know, it was a little touch and go, but go balls. Pulled, it, pulled out a big win. Hey, uh, Vanderbilt. How about that? Oh, wow. yeah. Ray Vanderbilt. Even a blind hawk. Wait, who did they beat? Kentucky. First, oh, wow. First SEC win since 2019. Oh, my goodness. 23, game, 23 games or something like that. So, go Vandy. Yeah, go, go doors. Yes, sir. How about that? <laughs> there we go. Beat Kentucky, I guess. Hey, they're four and six on the year. I mean, that's that's an improvement. I guess yeah, Kentucky's just. I guess Kentucky's just gotten worn down or whatever. Who knows? And, and then uh, the uh, Volunteers, the University of Tennessee basketball has started. And I tuned in to they were playing the Buffaloes, <laughs> and I survived and got beat. Um, what and, happened there? Well, you, uh, hang on, I got. Do I surmise that the Buffaloes are an historically black college? Is that no, no, no it's University of Colorado. They got oh, okay. They got beat the night before by Mr. York's Grambling State. What's your uh, mascot? What's your the Tigers. 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 Mm-hmm. Grambling State beat Colorado the night before. 
So okay, that's where I got uh, that yeah, idea. Yeah. I mean, okay. so they they just got beat by Grambling, and then they turned around and beat Tennessee yesterday. So oh well, long season. <laughs> we shall see. But Tennessee's ranked number eleven in the country in basketball, so that that was a big upset yesterday. Yeah, Mister York, what you were about? Tried to go. They'll, they'll get over it. They'll get over it. He's... All right, folks. I know there's a lot to talk about. Um, the red wave. No, the red wave did not happen, <laughs> and uh, um, the red wave did not happen, Miss York. In fact, it, 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 it was it was just a flutter, not even a wave. I, it, it barely a gentle lapping on the beach. Uh, Are the Republicans even going to get control of the House? That that uh, if they do, it's going to be by two or three seats. And again, folks, those of you who went out and voted for Andy Ogles, uh, I hope you realize how important your vote was right now, because Andy's going to be one of those two or three that give him the House majority. I think it's going to be a wasted vote because Andy Ogles type is the minority in 52 percent or 51 percent of Republicans they surveyed said that the extreme was out and Andy Ogles is on that extreme vein of doing things and people don't want extremes and that's the message that this midterm showed to people across the nation extremism loses every time democracy wins well the Democrats are certainly not showing us anything that's not extreme not at all um and not not in the least. And, uh, I, th- I think for the Republicans, though, to blow this, Delk, and Mr. York and Kerry, some heads have got to roll. And I think Mitch McConnell's one of them. I think Mitch McConnell, I think uh, Kevin McCarthy, and Ronna McDaniel, who's over the head of the party. I mean, I, th- I mean, what a disaster. Just I, an absolute when the wa- total. you got a president with an approval rating of 40%. And this is what you get, and you raise all but, this money, and this is what you some, get. Some heads have got but it the roll. policies were backwards. The policies were looking in the rearview mirror. And what policies and, and did nobody wants folks looking behind when we got all these problems and opportunities to try to get this country going in the right direction? Mr. Like the Washington Post said, Washington Post said, deniers denied. Uh, you know. That just doesn't even make any sense, Mr. York. And yeah, I'm what sorry. does that mean? Yeah. You, you, All the deniers, most of the deniers that ran in elections lost. The deniers of what? The de- deniers about the last election, 2020. And so what's the positive message, the non-extreme message that's coming from Democrats? The, the Washington Post said that deniers were denied. All most of those folks, except J.D. Vance, one one of the few, he won his election, but the rest of them lost. Let me read to you what's happening to the now eight or nine hundred uh, people who have been prosecuted, mostly on misdemeanors, in connection with January sixth. This is by extreme. Uh, Department of Justice, extreme FBI, uh, partisan Department of Justice and FBI who are ex- uh, doing a Maoist-style purge of people who just disagreed with the election. Uh, let's see. Many have been held in jail in solitary confinement for prolonged periods 
have not received proper medical care. One detainee, Chris Worrell, these are defendants on the January 6th, alleged to have gone into the Capitol or done something. Chris Worrell was denied cancer treatment, and the prison warden was held in contempt of court. There have been accusations of mistreatment by the guards and other inmates, as well as inhuman living condition, mold on the walls, toilets that don't work, and inedible food. They have been denied religious services, haircut, shaving, and the ability to trim their fingernails. Many have been denied bail. Uh, their due process rights have been violated with numerous hearing delays and postponements, causing mental anguish and fi- financial hardship, forcing many to pay- take plea deals while facing the possibility of 20 years in prison for obstruction of an official proceeding. Um yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that's so we're supposed to feel sorry for them that that were the mob that attacked the Capitol to stop the peaceful transition of power. We're supposed to feel sorry. Now, I don't, I don't go along with withholding medical care to people or decent hygiene. But if they did those things, they knew where they were going to end up, or they should have thought what would happen if they got caught. So you know. We don't com- we don't complain about the way other prisoners across this nation are being treated. So why complain about what they're doing? You know, I'm not aware of any prisoners in my career that have been treated like that. The worst prisoners in the nation is in Angola, down in Louisiana. That's been voted. That's been surveyed as the worst prison in the nation. Nobody's doing anything about that. I'm sure they still you is. Uh, <clears throat> Probably daily, um, but, but the if you ACLU a crime, is, you do the time. Delp, you, you were in law enforcement and the law. If you commit a crime, you do the time. Mr. You don't Rock, go there and clean I, it up and give them a Marriott hotel, do you? I've never seen prisoners treated like this, nor have I ever seen. Uh, Can like, I say something? Yeah. I mean, are the people that like burned down towns and when they didn't get their way in the riots, are they doing time? Nope, not so at all. If they arrested any of them, they're in the prison. They're in the yeah, jail. But you know what this too. proves, Mr. York? I, I mean, have a good statement. The, the FBI, the FBI, and the Department of Justice have inter- have identified every one of them, eight to nine hundred of them, even the ones who were mer- wearing masks. And they have, I knew they had the tools to do it. I've seen it before. I've just never seen it exercised on such a mass scale. The FBI, through its electronic surveillance and through simple old gumshoe work, is perfectly capable of identifying and prosecuting every last one of those people Carrie is talking about who've rioted and burned and killed people in uh, Portland and Seattle. They just choose not to. Yet they choose to persecute and purge the people who were just upset, you know, at the about the the elections and were attempting to just raise their voice about it. And they are not only have identified them and prosecuted them on most charges, no more serious than littering on the Natchez Trace, and. They have identified and prosecuted every one of them. Carrie, yes, you're right. The, the FBI does have the ability to identify and prosecute those who rioted and burned and killed in Portland and Seattle and are simply choosing not to because they don't want to. Yeah, not not all protesters are being treated equally. Well, that's the justice system. All, cri- all criminals aren't treated equally. 
That's been our history for years and years and years. There, Mr. York, there is no doubt at this point that the Department of Justice and the FBI is weaponized and partisan. Uh, I bet you prosecuted some cases dealt that you didn't have equity for the same crimes over the years that you were assistant district attorney. You know, I mean, I know what you're talking about, Mr. York, but th- this is not that case, and uh, th- that doesn't. Th- this is well, a, the sev- severity is, of the act determines what people suffer in terms of incarceration or being indicted and prosecuted. I have never seen a mass political prosecution like this before. Well, we've never had anyone try to stop the peaceful transition of power before. Respectfully, I think that Ms. York, um, again, that that implies that they were going to go in there and 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 swear in Moose Man as the Speaker of the House, and that's just absurd. They 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 had no hope of changing the outlook of the election, outcome of the election. Even if they burned the Capitol down, it wouldn't have happened. So even Mike Pence said this weekend that he he didn't approve of the words that former president trump used in trying to kill him and threaten his family he didn't approve of it even mike pence the vice president at the time said that finally well i'm sure that that's probably the case and that's of course is a bad thing but to to think to say that these people were trying to overthrow an election is just ridiculous that's like saying that you know, I'm I'm trying to jump over Did the. Did they moon. not stop the procedure, Dell? Did they not stop the? No, procedure? they didn't. Uh, 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 Those people had to go into different hiding locations until they they got the Mr. mob York, out of the building. Miss York, you know that's like saying they. I mean, if they stop, I mean, <laughs> there was no way you you can't you can't blame somebody for trying to accomplish something that they had no means whatsoever to accomplish. I'm going to tell you in the words that many, many judges tell you that you probably, you got no case, buddy. (laughs) Well, you can say it, but that's just ridiculous. They're going to swear in Moose Man as the vice president. You got no grounds for what you're saying. No grounds. Um, Mr. York, you've got no grounds for what you're saying because they, they had no means to accomplish the overthrow of the election. None. Then why did the people have to leave the building while they were in session, Dell? Why did they have to they leave the building? They got delayed at most by 30 minutes and came right back in and voted in Biden as president. Three hours, my friend. Three hours. Well, that is not a significant delay. Why did? And it has no meaning. I mean, because the delay had no hope of accomplishing a different outcome of the election at all. It would have been. Mitch McConnell said, "We're coming back, and we're gonna finish today's business today." Okay, there you go. The constitutional system worked, and the people outside had no chance whatsoever. I mean. You know, just if you want to imagine a, a, a worst-case scenario, let's say they went in there and killed them all. Spence, McConnell, every damn one of them. If they'd have got to Pence, they might have done that, too. Well, they might have, but, you know, immediately what would have happened? All these people would have been the governors of the respective states. Spence would have been succeeded by the Speaker of the House, and they would have convened within a few days and voted in Biden as president. You know, I mean... Did they have any sanction some of that garbage, Del, you, 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 you're getting older by the tooth, you know? If you sanction any type of... 
violence that that was perpetrated on this nation. That that's Ms. why y'all Levin. lost the last Ms. midterm election. Ms. York, I have a question. Miss York, I, I mean, immediately after it happened, I said it shouldn't have, but not not after this political purge. No. All right, Carrie, what's up? Quick. Well, did they have weapons? No. Yes. Yes. Did police let them in? Some of no. them. Yes. No. And they forced their way the only, in by all. The I'm standards. hearing opposite answers from the two of you. I know it's, it, but these because are just. Because Delk won't tell the truth on this station. These, these are just. Continues to, I've I'm checked these out carefully, Mister York. These are just myths that are loose on the left. And lies that are loose on the left. Well, if you'd have listened and to the hearings, you would have known the, what was going those, on. Well, the whole hearings were lies. Let's take a break. Come back. Were the hearings on uh, liberal TV? Yeah, they were on TV. All TV. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. 
Hi, this is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Most chronic back problems are caused by compression from the disc becoming thinner and bulging as we get older. All we have to do is treat the disc by gently decompressing the spine. You may not have to rely on dangerous drugs, risky injections, and often unnecessary surgeries. If you are experiencing neck, back, hip, or leg pain, it's likely we can help you. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call me painfree.com or 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Columbia Mayor Chaz Mulder asking for your vote in the upcoming. So let it rock, let it roll, let the Bible bell come and save my soul. Hold on to 16 as long as you can. Change is coming around real soon, make us women. Okay, we are back. Three dudes with a view. I am dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, the invigorated and recovered Clayton Harris. How you going, man? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Yeah, good morning, Del. I'm being sieged by the red wave. The red wave is getting me. I'm going to say something about that in just a minute. Carrie Powers, regular special guest, guest dude on Monday. Hello. Hello. Yep. Happy Hello. Monday. Hello. Happy Monday. Mr. York, you were just what I found. I over the weekend I went down to the Rotary Pancake uh, event. <laughs> it's not a breakfast; it's an all-day pancake event. I just forgot that you went down there, and now I'm laughing because of our conversation you had after you went down there. But go uh-huh. ahead. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, and then at church on Sunday, I had an opportunity to talk with groups of people. Uh, sometime one-on-one, sometime with several at a time, and. You know, that little demonstration you just put on, uh, that feisty desire, the combative desire to punish, to persecute, to ridicule us, uh, that is not what I found at all by all of these are largely they're Republican conservative folks. Uh, what I found is a whole lot of people who are scared. And they're just scared. That's all. They are scared. They are scared that their uh, way of life is going to be taken. Their property is going to be taken. They're scared of people like you, Mr. York, who, who, who go on that rant you just went on, where it's obvious that you don't feel that people have been punished enough, and it's only beginning because the red wave didn't happen. And at the Rotary Club and at the at the church yesterday, they were just scared. They're scared of what you and yours are going to do to them. Well, I don't know why they're scared. I mean, well, did they, you? You want me to? Because they don't. Mike, have, Mike, know, see if you, you can replay heard, what Mr. York said wave, last segment. I heard red wave for for months and months and months and I'm, months from you, and I didn't get scared. Mr. And I'm York, not scared now, and I don't care. If you're not you know, scared. I'm all, scared. You all had, you know, I should have been scared when I when I thought about politics back in the days that Republicans were doing things because I remember 
when interest rates was 18% when I bought a home, my first home. I'm a scared. Republican Michelle. administration. I'm, I was scared. I'm scared for my family, for my children, for my grandchildren. And it's obvious that rant you went on in the last half, uh, segment that you don't feel that I've been persecuted enough. You don't feel that enough's been taken from me. And uh, Nothing's been taken from you. What's been taken from you? You still got your freedom. You still can get up in the morning. You still can run your business. You still can do all the things you've been oh, doing. That will you rapid- may be able to do it even better. Yeah, that will rapidly Democrats be taken away. That will rapidly be taken away if you and yours have their way. That's what the public was afraid of with the GOP administration taking over. The extremism that you all projected. You were talking Listen about you. the things that Angry, you were going to do. Mad. I'm not angry. I'm just yes, explaining where where you're not reasonable about how your side projected before the election and now what you're trying to do after the election. I have no sympathy. The best the best members won the election for this country and to save democracy. Mm. We're scared. We're just scared. Now, folks, you've got to understand, I did get some perspective. There was a young man, I say young man at Rotary, who's, he might have been in his late 40s or 50s, um, who provided some some explanation of what happened. And, uh, you know, there, there, it, it, there was no massive... Uh, like ballot box stuffing uh that didn't really happen what did happen though uh and 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 he explained it he's and this has to be done on a state-by-state basis democrats have learned to follow the vote not the voter uh they go out in these mail-in ballot states and these drop box states you know, they don't put the candidate out there to make big speeches and motivate people to go to the polls. What they do is go to the voter and go to voters who probably wouldn't vote or probably have no real, you know, strong feeling about any candidate one way or the other. And they, you know, they 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 basically ballot harvest. They get them to sign a mail-in ballot or uh, a Dropbox ballot. And but they're no longer trying to motivate voters; they're trying to obtain votes. And there's this distinction. And I hope I'm illustrating. I mean, it's been it's it's basically legal. Uh, it's been going on for years here. It happened here in uh, Columbia just last week uh, in the drive to Roundup, uh, and it's it's the same way. It's been going on for years over on East Hill. Uh, what they do is they send out buses and whatnot, and then they give them a free lunch, and they just, but like, and this was all done on behalf of Chaz Mulder, and that's great. I'm glad he still supported Chaz Mulder. It's, it's all good. But what I'm talking about is a technique of obtaining votes where, you know, you're not sending Chaz Mulder into Fairview Park or over to East Hill to make speeches to those folks. Uh, and motivate them to come to the polls. That's not what's going to motivate them to come to the polls. What gets them to the polls is when the organization gets out over there, gets some transportation to the voting precinct, gives them a free lunch, and they go, "Well, what the hell? I'll vote for Mulder." And Delk, I have an there's nothing wrong with it, Mister York, but it's it's Delk, it's focus on the vote, not the voter. 
I had an eyewitness that saw a van with Chaz Molder's opponent sign on it picking up people in East Hill. A van. Several eight people loading up on the van. All these folks are doing is taking people to the poll that might support them. I mean, what's Miss wrong your, with that? There's nothing wrong with that. I, I've tried to make it abundantly clear that I'm not saying that it's illegal or wrong. It's a different way of obtaining votes. You're not. That's what ab- people have always done. Well, they've always done it that way on East Hill. I've never seen it done anywhere else. They've always done it in other places. People I've, take I've groups never of seen, folks to the poll that never, have have transportation issues. That's always been an issue. Well, it's always done. Been it's traditionally been done in mass. On, Maybe some of the populations Ms. York, so rich, you. they don't you, need. You just they don't want to need fight about everything. I'm just saying. I'm just trying to explain to you what happens. Sometimes, sometimes all I'm doing, population. You, you are jumping off, accusing me of stuff I'm not saying. You're accusing me of saying things that I'm not even thinking. Well, you're implying it. I'm not implying it. You're implying that you, there's you, some you kind defi- of devious system to take people to the polls to vote. For the last time, I'm not implying that. And okay. what I'm and and you you just I mean you you want to eat me and kill me and take everything I have, no, Mr. York. I want to eat you and kill you and take you. Well, not, I'm not, not that tasty. I'm too old I and tough. I just want you to tell the truth. <laughs> you, just, you, just, you just want to take everything I have in my way of life. Um, the uh, uh, nobody wants to do that. Yeah. I'm satisfied where I'm at. Uh, I don't want anybody's stuff. The uh, well, I'm speaking of the greater you, the, the Democratic Party. Uh, the uh, what I'm talking about is a difference in technique that the Democrats have discovered that we've seen here on East Hill, and it's fine. It's a, it hell. It's traditional politics in Columbia, uh, but you focus on the vote, not the voter. Let me name Carrie, am I making sense to you? No. <laughs> Carrie, you're cut off. Yeah. I, I mean, I hear what both of you are saying, but Well I mean, we're not we haven't we had we we're just cross talking each other. Mr. York wants to make a speech but about Mitch me. McConnell, and, whoa, Mitch whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not gonna talk about Mitch McConnell. I don't want to talk about Mitch McConnell. We're talking about East Hill. That the quality of candidates wasn't up to par. He said that months ago. Well, Mitch McConnell is certainly getting his share of criticism and blame, uh, and as Clayton says, his head needs to roll. Okay, let's talk did about... Pennsylvania, did Pennsylvania allow voting for like 50 days? Yeah, they did. I mean, that just really, I think, opens the door for some shenanigans, if you will. I just Well, and again, again though, the, the reason that does, Carrie, is is what I'm talking about on East Hill. It's a campaign tactic, which is legal, of following the vote, not the voter. You know, you could send in candidates to make speeches and say, vote for me and wave the flag and we're going to do this, this, and this to you. And in that neighborhood, most of those people are probably not going to you know, go on down to the polls. You'll know, get motivated and go. Oh, I'm going to vote right now. You know, and head for themselves down to the polls. They're not. So you follow. It, that's following the voter. That would be a can take. That's what Republicans have traditionally done. Tried to motivate individuals to get their way to the polls and vote. 
So follow, what's happening in other precincts follow, other than follow, East Hill? Follow, what's happening in other precincts? Well, I'm trying to use East Hill as an illustration, Mr. York, so well, people well, understand. Use, we use other precincts. What are they doing there? Mr. York, what happens in East Hill and has happened all of my lifetime is, you know, transportation and a free lunch. And so people who probably would not have voted at all or, or even voted for the candidate that's being propounded load up and go down and say, what the hell? You know, it's a social occasion, free lunch, I'll vote. Otherwise, they, they're not motivated to vote for the candidate. They're motivated to vote because it's a social occasion and they get a free lunch. And so that's called following the vote, not the voter. Now, Carrie, what you're talking about, 50 days of early voting, that gives the Democratic Party more time to follow the vote as opposed to the voter. Those people that they're getting to vote in Pennsylvania are people who probably just wouldn't have voted. But if you got enough time, you give them transportation, you give them a free lunch, then they'll probably go vote and they'll vote for the ballot you give them. Is but, that better than a half a pint of whiskey and a sandwich? Well, I'm, you know, whatever That's it takes. what Caucasian candidates used to do back in the day. They'd give a, a potential voter a half a pint of whiskey and a sandwich. Why, are you, why are you so defensive, Mr. York? And I'm just telling you what used to happen. That doesn't happen. What you're saying doesn't happen anymore. Well, though. I know, but that, that, what, what my young friend was telling me is we've got to fight fire with fire and get back to it. We need to get out. The Republicans need to get out there with a half pint and a sandwich. And get you people. need to have an autopsy. What If you had to do an autopsy for the Republican Party, what would it be and what would you do now? Mitch McConnell has got to go. Kevin and, McCarthy has got to go. And, Ronna McDaniels has and, got to and go. What, and the people who are criticizing Trump, and I, I'm getting around to criticizing Trump a whole lot here, so just hang on. But the people who are, you know. You're not criticizing Trump? I am. Hang on. Oh, okay. And, uh. But um, the the people who are criticizing Trump and most of the people doing the post-mortem on the Republican Party, inside the party, are the people who want to take the party. And, and this is what Democrats crave. They want to take us back to the days of George Bush, Dick, Dick Cheney, John McCain, uh, Mitt Romney. Paul Ryan. Paul Ryan. That is a dead loser. The Republican Party has no hope if it goes back to that. They've got to stand for something bold. They've got to do like Ron DeSantis did in Florida. He won by 3% of the vote, and did he ball up, only play small ball, hoping not to offend anybody and get reelected the next time? No, he, he governed in bold strokes and was rewarded for it. So this is no time for the Republican Party to go back to uh, Mitt Romney, uh, the Bushes, they, they will, if you they, go, if you go to the DeSantis way of doing business nationally, he will lose. Well, Mr. York, we may get an opportunity to see. Let's take I'm a break sure and will. come back. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.
At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. Worry free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello everyone, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. This year, Tillis Jewelry is starting the holiday season with Stocking Stuffer Saturday, November 19th. When you walk in the door, grab your stocking, fill it up with a selection of bracelet, necklaces, and more starting at $5.99. The first 20 people who buy 25 or more will receive the golden stocking filled with goodies and a chance to win diamond stud earrings. Stocking Stuffer Saturday, November 19th. Doors open at 10 a.m. Check out our event on Facebook. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Get ready for cold weather with Hiller's Happy HVAC Comfort Bundle. Keep your family warm inside and out. Bundle an HVAC replacement system with a germicidal UV light and an extended 10-year warranty, and we'll include a free solo stove. Or get a free solo stove when you buy a whole home generator or water filtration and descaler. Plus, we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 12 months. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the Happy Face Truck today. The two words we live by. The coach we follow. All right, blow the horn. Let's go. The famous call we love to hear. Touchdown, Alabama! It's good to be a Bama fan. Join us Saturday as the Crimson Tide take on Austin P at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Our coverage begins at 8 a.m. on your home for Alabama football. The Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. All right, welcome back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest dude, Carrie Powers, whose blood is deep orange. Um, good morning. I, I have, I'd love to make a statement to see what y'all want to say about it. Fire away. Um, you know, this peaceful trend, this, we keep going back to January 6th and I think it's a very skewed portrayal about what really happened. That's my personal opinion. And I know Delks and I know Mr. York's, but I personally think that a very positive thing about American politics was the peaceful transfer of power. And I think that the shift in that came when Obama um, left office personally. 
So I'd love to know y'all's thoughts on that. But I feel like I'm not sure exactly what you're saying. You know, help me out. Um, I feel like when even when parties have you know shifted, we went from a Democrat to a Republican, going from Obama to Trump, and I feel like there was always the 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 outgoing president was this person has won congratulations i'm going to be in support of them and i feel like obama is where we had we saw the shift of continuing to be negative and use his voice in opposition of the current sitting president so i was just curious y'all's views of that because you know january 6th it wasn't peaceful transfer of power but i think this that it that the president was set with the former election well, I agree with you, Kerry. I think the the because whoa. Obama won the election, uh, Mitch McConnell tried to uh, get a group together. Matter of fact, the, the reports are that he got a group together and say we're gonna make him a one-term president the day he was inaugurated, and that changed the tone. There were many young people that saw the good in having Obama become president, and Obama did do good for this country, and 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 but. For a lot of people on the right, that was extreme. This country was never supposed to have someone like Obama to be the president. It wasn't It wasn't designed that way. And because people, Republicans, Democrats, independents, wanted to see a change and the war was festering on us, uh, they wanted an, a person. Now, when, you know, I think people's attitude is going back in a different direction because they see that extremism is not the good for democracy. It's not good for the people. And and they want, you know, there's a lot of Democrats criticize Biden because of the way he was doing things. They want him to be more fierce. They want him to be want him to you be don't more think in he's your extreme, face. Mr. York? No, he's he's not in your face type of, of, of person. He's, you he's don't think what's going on right now is, is extreme with Pelosi and all this stuff? You don't think that's extreme? What is Pelosi doing? Name me one thing that she's doing AOC. extreme. AOC, that, that's propaganda, Carrie. You got to get away from that propaganda. AOC is just one member of Congress. Nancy is the Speaker of the House, and she's only passing bills that get voted across. She's not doing anything extreme. Miss York, you but, continue. But I, I, I you applaud can... Mastriano up in Pennsylvania. He conceded his election as senator, and he he wished the, the the Democratic candidate Fetterman all the best to try to be a good legislator and a good leader. That's what we need in this country. That's Mr. A York, all we're hearing come from you is I want to impose tyrannical one party rule and bend you to my will. That's why everybody is scared. Scared. I don't know what you're scared of. You're always scared of something, you know. You, they I are mean, you scared can, anybody of, could be afraid they are scared of a tyrannical one-party rule socialist dictatorship government that, well everybody had an opportunity to put their candidate in office and the democrats won the persecutes and pursues with a vengeance anybody who ever opposed them and that's what they're scared of and that's what you sound like um in in your ex-fearless leader didn't didn't it steer and uh, stir up trouble and fear and and try to get people to vote based on his selection of certain candidates? I'm not going to get into that. And, and I, I know I'm gonna, you don't want to. Get I, well, I'm, I'm going to criticize. All right, now, I've told you I was going to criticize Trump, and I am. This business, and not for reasons that you're going to like, though. Uh, 
I think when he attacked DeSantis and attacked Youngkin, that's a bridge too far. And he's not he's not sensing uh what what the scared conservatives out there in this country need and want. They want our Republican leaders to get together and soberly uh talk to each other and work together to lead us out of this. And so that that finally is just a bridge too far uh, for me with Trump. And I agree. Biden has tried since day one to extend his hand to the other side and say, look, I'm willing to work with you because that's his history. Oh, in the Senate okay. all those years. What's the He's blood? asked for What's participation. He's got nothing but his hand chopped off oh, every shit. time he stuck his hand out to say, let's work together. But he did get some meaningful bills passed in the last two years. Mr. York, you're Mr. doing York, nothing. Just bless your heart on that statement. Just bless your heart. No. I'll, Y'all I'll, don't think I'll, Biden set, changed the pace and say, hey, I want to work with you. Let's work together. As Gary oh. says, bless your heart. No. Uh, nobody nobody remembers that, huh? <laughs> bless your heart. No. All right. Let's, let's go back to uh, the other thing that happened in church yesterday. Sat down for a church breakfast uh, or a brunch really with a nice young couple from California they've got a teenage daughter who's at Central Cary let's see she's a freshman I think I'm not going to mention names but uh, eight months ago they moved here from California and they did because uh, a, a tyrannical one party rule uh, which was destroying their way of life, and they are—they're a multi-generational uh, uh, California family. But finally, mask mandates, high taxes, uh, burdensome regulations—they just said enough's enough, and just picked out Columbia, Tennessee, abandoned their careers, and uh, moved here and enrolled their child in Columbia Central High School. So we got a one-party rule in the state of Tennessee. It's not tyrannical one-party rule, and uh, and and so the um, that's that's what we're seeing now, folks. Mr. Miss York, uh, actually, you know, I'm noticing that now. One of the effects of this, I'm I'm noticing that the uh, 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 the homes, the average home price, the Herald's headline this morning is area homes for sale average four hundred sixty thousand dollars. That's steep. But the good news, folks, all of those, you know, those 30% of you who have voted Democrat out there, uh, where these people are leaving out in California, the real estate market is um, is cratering. And so if you want the government you want, if you voted Democrat this last time around, if you want to pick up a bargain in housing, uh, head for California. Uh, we ought, uh, Clayton, we could start a fund, couldn't we, to uh, go fund me or something, to however that works, to help people move to California? Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, I imagine, you know, um, over here, at, it's not Victory, but Powell Ledbetter, you know, it, he uh, has a, uh, what's the name of that moving company now? VIP Moving. VIP Moving Company. They have offices in Long Beach, California, and uh, um columbia tennessee and they've not been hauling anybody to california 
which would lead me to ble- <laughs> yeah, which would lead me to believe that uh, Powell might give you a really good rate on backhauling uh, all your family and stuff to California. And if uh, I'll get the name of this town where this young couple left, I imagine you can get a very. It, it's in very rural California. They say they said it's just absolutely beautiful. It's just what was happening at their local school with their local government and their taxes that they just couldn't stand anymore. And and uh, like I said, left a multi generational uh, family, California family. Uh, her parents actually moved with them and uh bought a house just down the street could not be nicer folks uh and certainly will not be voting democrat uh, and, well that's why you enjoy having them as your neighbors because they're republican and they're like-minded people so you, you know, know that, I, I, that's a great survey you took Dell. that's a wonderful survey miss york i don't know why you think that was a survey that was just that, that's that's what you're leading people listeners to believe that overwhelmingly they think just like that couple and that's not the case well i don't know what i have no idea what you're talking about now <laughs> Mr. York, why is Tennessee such a great place to live? I mean, we're clearly a Republican state with Republican leadership, and all these people want to come here. We don't have an income tax. It's a great quality of life, but why is it so great? I mean, I respect you have Democrat views, but it's not so great. You want to come here because we're a Republican state, and it's pretty darn, I mean, it's pretty good. It's it's not so great when you got a congressman in the legislature in Tennessee that criminalizes drag shows but doesn't do anything to help the 600 kids that's in foster care. I mean, he makes drag shows a priority over trying to find a way to care for the 600 kids that's in DCS. Are you talking about Nancy Ogle? Is that who we're talking about? No, it's another name, Johnson. His name's Johnson. He's trying to pass a bill in the legislature to, to criminalize drag shows when we've got pressing needs for youth that's in foster care in this state. So that's his priority. Okay, well, I don't well, like that part. Yeah, I don't. I, I'd say criminalizing drag shows is probably unconstitutional, but um, you know, there's always somebody who wants to do some of everything. <laughs> Lord, you can't can't but, fight. But, you know, that Tennessee, snake. Tennessee, it needs to be responsive to but, the uh, diversity that does exist in this state, and not so one sided in their legislation. Uh, so, Miss York, I wasn't surveying this young couple, and they weren't the people I'm talking about who were scared. Uh, they were just a nice young couple with their teenage daughter. And, you know, t- typically, you know, this is the second time they had attended church at our church. And, you know, Mary and I were just doing what you do when new people show up. Hello, how are you? You know, tell us about you. Where are you coming from? Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. What you do when you run into new people, and particularly when you're trying to make new people welcome in your church. Uh, they're not the people that I I didn't I wasn't surveying them at all. Um, I was just trying to get to know them and make them welcome in our church. The uh, and they, that's the story they told. Now an entirely separate group of people I spoke with uh, about um, you know who were expressed fear, and then I had a large group I spoke with who expressed fear at uh, the pancake thing. So. Well, there's a lot of people that have fear, Delk, and fear about a lot of different things. You know, there's fear 
because this state passed the open carry law. You don't have to have a permit or anything, and a lot of states passed that. And then they complain about, and the right complains about the high crime. Well, if you give everybody a gun, everybody that owns a gun is not going to do what they need to do and just protect their family. They're going to do some criminal things. And so, you know, that that's a... By it's what proof you Brazil legalized guns where they had been illegal and crime dropped 40%. Well, it's not happening in this country. It, the crime's going up, and I hear people complain about crime. So everybody's got a gun. So what do you expect? Arm them all. That's not more, why we... Then, then don't complain about more crime. That's not why we got... And we don't... Locally, we don't have more crime in Tennessee. We don't have more crime that I'm aware of. Let me ask you one question. Now, I'll Go be finished ahead. today. Well, you don't Why have finished that, Mr. York. the evangelicals gone to Washington to pray with Joe Biden? Do what now? Why hasn't the Christian people, I won't say any denomination, why hasn't a group of evangelicals gone to Washington to pray with, for Joe Biden? Do you know they haven't? There's been no indication that they have. Well, I, why should they? I don't well, they went for the last president and, and laid hands and like prayed for him. For everybody, I mean, I have a I have a friend that works pretty closely with Franklin Graham. You want me to work on that? Yeah, work on that. Okay, I'll give my show. I'll send him an email. I mean, a text. Tell him show some equity. If you're gonna pray for one, pray for all of them. Mister York, just, just really, <laughs> yes. That's the American way. Carrie, I, I really, to be honest, think that evangelicals probably have or have tried. He just, you know, maybe the news didn't want to cover his nap on that oh, occasion. Okay. On that. But, but check with your friend high enough. Carrie, I keep, uh, Reams has been behind you looking at his watch for about the last 20 or 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Tell him, he, you're coming, you're coming. <laughs> Well, I've enjoyed y'all's y'all sparring today, but you know, I I think I would like to see the extremism on both ends of the both both parties decrease. I don't think it's in the best interest of the nation. I do hope a lot of heads roll in the Republican Party. I am a Republican. I don't like the way it's going. I hope Trump Trump fades off into the sunset. I think that's probably the last thing that'll happen because narcissists don't like to do that. Um you know, I liked what he did while he was president, but it's time to move on. It's not going so well. Exactly. I All agree right. with you, Karen. 100%. Here we go. I agree with you. Oh, world peace. All right. Tomorrow. Ron you Ar- set the tone, Carrie, for a new year. Well, I, I'm talking to the Democrats, too. Yeah, well, we, we got a few extremists. Like, but I not- them. Oh, dear God. Oh, Mr. York. Like... I admit we got a few. Don't end on We got a few. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have a great week, everybody. It's cold out there, so bundle up.